0: Previously on Myth, Tarot, Love, we examined the Empress and Demeter. Today's show will focus on the Emperor and Augustus. Myth and Tarot, where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cards, and symbols, and all Above, myth tarot love welcome to myth tarot love a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom <laughs> i'm biddy your expert in classics and i'm rose your resident tarot practitioner welcome everyone hi <laughs> yeah uh so today we're talking about the emperor and Augustus. Yes. The um, first Emperor. Th- the first. the first Emperor the First. <laughs> um oh well we also would like to make a, a small announcement. Yes. So very short yeah, today. If, if you enjoy our podcast, please tell your friends. Please. <laughs> we 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 like we like knowing that you're listening. Yeah, it's fun. That's how I learned about podcasts. My friend told me about them and now I love them. Yeah. Uh I think me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you can also leave us a review and some stars on iTunes, which will help other people find our show. Yeah, show us your love. Yeah, give us, us your love. It's our shameless plug. <laughs> exactly. because <laughs> we love you. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about the emperor today. Um, yeah, so in, in tarot, the emperor is probably one of the first, like, truly masculine cards. And, like, I mean this in the way that tarot often depicts gender um as if you will remember way back when we were talking about the uh high priestess right mm-hmm. we kind of introduced this concept of gender and how like in in tarot um there's this belief that everyone has both male and female like m- mental and spiritual states but that um you know it doesn't necessarily always link with your your physical gender. Right. right? It's not necessarily sex, right? Um, So similarly, this is talking about um, just male energy as defined by tarot, right? Uh, So the emperor, a little bit about him. Who's this guy? Yeah, he's uh, in in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. He is sitting on a throne uh, facing... Facing the audience, if you will, <laughs> facing out. Uh, facing out, and he has like a very stern expression on. Um, he has this long white beard. He he seems like a, a very experienced guy. Um, his it's also interesting to note that his th- throne is made of stone. And oh, just like the empress, she was kind of sitting. She on... was also sitting on a, th- a stone throne, but hers had a bunch of cushions and stuff That's on it. That's true. His does not. His I would his want, want the very cushions. rigid. Yeah, hers definitely looks more comfortable. <laughs> um But his is a throne made of stone and uh, it's also decorated by rams, which is a symbol for Ares, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, um, symbol of, True. you know, God of war. <laughs> uh, he has an orange um, sky behind him, and he there's also like looking at the landscape, a lot of mountains. there's a lot of structure and rigidity about the way he's positioned, although he also is kind of relaxed in his throne. Yeah, it seems kind of like stern but stable, I yeah. guess. Yeah, stern but stable. Good way of describing him. He's wearing this like red um, gown, uh, robe, kind of, robe, robe, cloak, yeah, cloak. He's wearing like a, you know, a dark red cloak and underneath of it, you can see that he's actually in full suit armor. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has you can see like the metal. Yeah. And he's, metal he he also me. has a crown on his head. Um I don't really know like what kind of crown that like what I am culture not that crown it, would be associated with. I don't know. If it's like past 150 CE, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, in his right hand, he holds a scepter. Uh it looks very it looks kind of Egyptian to me actually. Yeah, me too. Um not entirely sure what the scepter is. Uh, in his left hand, he's holding this sphere. Um, I'm looking up the scepter. Oh, you're looking at, Oh, okay. You're looking up the <laughs> you scepter. Cute dog. i like... It's is... definitely like... He he definitely has a royal quality to him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I kind of like this one. Oh, yeah. That's just like the... A staff. A two-pointed staff. It's just called yeah. a two-pointed staff. Which makes sense because yeah. this one kind of looks like a T... With a circle on top. Yeah, like a little stick figure with no legs. Yeah. <laughs> like a male. Wasn't that the. No, the male. Male has, has an the arrow. arrow. Okay, yeah, never mind. Uh, he's very masculine for sure, but there is no like masculine symbols in this unless you consider like things like Aries to be masculine, you know, astrological sign. Or a stick and round things that he's holding. Male. That's true, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could I'm call sorry. it like. <laughs> I guess if you were to look at it that way, it could be like his penis, (laughs) but it's not. It's a little. It's not. It's not. It's it's tastefully done. It's tasteful. Um, (laughs) Okay, so things that the emperor does represent, particularly um, when he shows up in a reading, uh, he represents like this strict, like mind over matter kind of persona, like. He represents this uh, archetypal father. He represents patriarchy. He represents, um, you know, firm structure and rules and everything having a place. And like this is um, his character is essentially one that has forged order out of chaos, and um, and everything works because his law uh, has been placed right and because his law is respected uh and things only work because his law is respected that's these are all very much the the ideas of the emperor um other things he has a strong powerful heart he's extremely protective of his loved ones mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like demeter the empress mm-hmm. right uh you know he's got a bit of the like like, she has, like, a mama bear kind of quality about about her. Well, he's the papa bear. Okay. Uh, he's, you know, very... He, he has a lot of love in his heart, but he expresses it through strict rules that must be obeyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and his rules are often in place out of, like, to, in order to protect every everyone around him and his subjects. Um, yeah, so he's, he's very much a, a card of law. He is the he is the law um mind over your heart um power over your emotions um and a firm firm hand right so so when this comes up in a reading Mm -hmm. how do you would you enter like with the empress you said how it's like, oh, it's like a creativity, like maybe time for creativity. Yeah, yeah. How, what would you think of when the emperor shows up? Well, if the emperor shows up, I would say it's time to buckle down, okay. <laughs> um, and also that you need to think more with your head and less with your heart. Oh, okay, right. So, like he comes, he comes forward very much when you ha- have maybe gotten a little carried away with your emotions. Um, and he kind of shows up as, at least for me, as a reminder that, hey, you should probably be thinking about rules and structure and society a little more. Um, but he can all, so in in another deck, I'm going to also compare him to the Celtic Dragon, Tarot Deck. He actually appears in a very different way. Um, so just to kind of give another perspective on him in the, Celtin, mm-hmm. in the Celtic da- Dragon tarot deck he actually appears to be very similar to the empress in this like he's outside and there's flowers around him and everything Um, and he also shows children around him Um, and I think this is trying to like portray the father perspective where he's really looking after other people Um, and it also talks about like when everything has a place there is joy Hmm. Um, and in, like the in the I really like this portrayal of him because like in the Dragon Tarot, there's just a lot of joy surrounding him and it kind of just shows how everything works out. It's kind of like this true king type of idea, you know, like, like in The Lion King, when Simba rules, the land is put right again. <laughs> okay, yeah. So like yeah, like you said, like the order from chaos. Like exactly. when he's in charge, like things are as they should be. He is the rightful king. Okay. The, the true king. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, there's ca- kind of like a King Arthur kind of vibe to him too, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? You know, like this whole rightful kingness and everything being right because uh, the right person's in charge. Hmm. Um and he really comes forward when it's ta- when it t- comes time to like take charge of your life and set some rules down, set some make some laws or follow some laws. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, So you said that he reminds you of Augustus? He does. (laughs) When I think of the emperor, I'm like, well, why not the first emperor? Emperor Gus. Um, Emperor Gus. Little Gussie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Little Gus Gus, like Cinderella. Aww. Aww. (laughs) Never going to look at him the same way again. (laughs) It's hard to look at the stern expression of the emperor and call him little Gus Gus. (laughs) That's fair. Like, he's just, like, this really stern, like, well-bearded yeah. fellow. Um, <laughs> didn't you say something along the lines of, like, you thought of Zeus or something at first when you
1: were thinking yes. of the emperor? Yeah. He
0: kind of looks like the Zeus portrayal, like, with the white beard. And he does, and that might all. be where where they got some of the imagery from. Because, actually, okay, as mm-hmm. soon as you said that now, it does look like Zeus in... Um, The temple at olympia there is a very large statue of zeus and he's kind of almost exactly in this same shape as as like like the way he's sitting but a little bit relaxing a little relaxed yeah yeah. and he's and he holds things in his hands i can't i know there's a nike in one and maybe a scepter in the other i can't Mm -hmm. really remember i'd have to pull it up like he would he also represents kind of like order and structure yeah I guess I should've no, but it's the Emperor. What can't I have to do Gus. <laughs> yeah, no, go with Gus. Okay, going with I'm Gus. Go. So Zeus will come back. Like there's no there way. There are we're not Zeus to talk like qualities days. in the Emperor. Let's yes. just let's just leave it at that. Okay. But right? But there's yeah. but but who is Gus? Okay. I don't actually know a lot about don't Augustus. Don't okay, and I will very much at all. And I will say that I am not as good with the Roman history as I am with the Greek. Um However, I do know but, about Augustus. And what's interesting, too, is that this is the first actual historical person that we are looking at on the oh, podcast. A real, a, a myth- real boy. A real live boy. Or he was real live he was, he was, But he, he was, was not real. alive. And, a real dead boy. A real live dead boy. He, <laughs> <laughs> he is not a myth. He may have had some myths associated with him mm-hmm. um, for propaganda purposes, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, He's like, guy, like so. all good emperors should, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like all good, just rulers in general. Like looking back, a lot of them had, they, they did they, that. They, they appear grander always... than life. Exactly. Larger than exactly. life. So who is Augustus? Yeah. Augustus was also known as Octavian. So he was Octavian before he became the emperor. Hmm. Then he changed his name. So if Octavian's a pretty cool name too, though it is, yeah, Octavian, yeah, it's pretty cool. So he was born in 63 BCE, um, and then he ruled from 31 BCE until 14 CE. So a pretty long time um, that he was in charge. A good amount of time, especially since he was the first, and they didn't like people to rule for that long before him. (laughs) Yeah, there were many people who woke up dead. (laughs) <laughs> in, in, in this time right? uh, yeah <laughs> um, so he was a little more about him he was the grand nephew of an adopted son of Julius Caesar oh so that's why he came into power after well he I mean he was assassinated before then um, but he assumed complete control of Rome after defeating Mark Anthony and Cleopatra at the Battle of Actium in 31 uh, BCE and then the Senate just kept bestowing powers on him and just more and more like oh he can do this now and it reminds me so much of star wars it's not even funny Where he just, like, keeps getting more and more powers. Yeah, so if you think of, like, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Or he became emperor. He was a senator yeah. first, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to have this power and this power, and it went from a republic to an empire. You never know what we're going to reference on this show. No, <laughs> you really no, don't know. True. I think we've referenced, like, a bunch of things yeah, already. I'm also very nerdy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm we did- like, Lion King and Star Wars. That's just <laughs> the kind of stuff you're going to get on this show. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is true yeah um but yeah i have more on that i don't know i just think it's cool all the references mm-hmm. to star wars and palpatine <laughs> and there's a palatine hill okay i'm just oh my gosh yeah, wow. wow there's so much so augustus is probably like the true inspiration for the- i really think well, so well, maybe not the true one but like you know maybe he contributed i think so he like, did he had yeah. this life Star Wars is real. It's real. Hashtag Star Wars is real. <laughs> start, star make, Wars is. We'll start that. Make that a thing. Okay. Make that a thing. All right. <laughs> Done. If you listen to this episode, tweet it Hashtag, tweet hashtag at Star us. Wars is real. There we go. And also hashtag Mythara love. Yeah. Oh, Heck yeah. we should have a. We oh should, I got, We should have a hashtag. I do. We do. We do. We do. We do. I'm sorry. We do. Okay. I'm, hashtag Mythara Hashtag Mythara. Ther- <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I totally knew that. I Totally knew that. Totally knew I'm, that. I am not exactly the most like t- computer savvy. That's folk. okay. I am also like... not very computer savvy, but we're also the same personality type. This is true, Meyer Briggs personality yes. types. Cheers to that. We're, really? I'm drinking some tea right yes. now. We have some. Oh, okay. what is it? Christmas tea? That's what. Yeah,
1: Christina
0: calls it. I yeah. don't know, Christi- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> friend. Oh no, we Shout dropped out. a name. We dropped a name. Shout out to you. We, we love you. We thanks love for the tea. You. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I'm uh, back <laughs> <laughs> back to Augustus. Back to Augustus. You okay, got a so sidetrack there. <laughs> exactly. So I picked him as the emperor not only because he was an emperor but also because of what the emperor kind of stands for the stability and the structure Um, and even you said you know creating order from chaos that's something that he definitely was known for when he came into power in rome the city was in shambles from so much um civil war Mm -hmm. during the late republic the infrastructure and the city itself was just kind of left in ruins and so he came in he either rebuilt temples and other projects he started projects he finished projects um hey for finishing what someone else started right (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, good on him. And and a lot of yeah. times he would actually give credit to the person who started it. He wouldn't just slap his name on everything. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's good. It's that's a you know, tribute to his character. Exactly. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of these building projects include the temples of Mars, Jupiter, Apollo, Divine Julius, Minerva, Queen Juno, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Forum Augustus. The list goes on. Um, He also had his friends help out. So Agrippa was one of uh, Marcus Agrippa Mm -hmm. helped with the infrastructure. Super important when you're building a city. It's not like so like beautiful, but you need water. You need aqueducts. You need. True. Yeah. I think that's that's also like bringing it back to the Tarot Emperor as well. Like, I I like that you're referencing the fact that an emperor does not act alone. Yeah. because a lot of a lot of what the emperor represents is the rules that the emperor creates mm-hmm. but that everyone must follow in order for things to work exactly yeah um, it's not just about one person doing everything by themselves it's mm-hmm. about having rules and laws and making those laws a reality yeah no he definitely put things in motion mm-hmm. but it wasn't just him and at the time too like there was still a Senate he still, he he had a tremendous amount of power, but he didn't have all the power. His, yeah. the, these powers were bestowed onto him, so he so was like, working how did with he, people. How did he come into power? Actually, like was it was it just they they just decided that that he was the right guy for the job? And... Okay, so this is again where my where my history is not awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Caesar adopted him so he was kind of like heir and mm-hmm. I believe Caesar was again he wasn't emperor but he was oh no I can't think of the term It'd be cool like if in our description for this one maybe we can add some like I'll research, de- no, research I'll definitely links. Add so like somewhere. if you want to know more about Augustus check out our doobly doo <laughs> Yes. Check out the show notes. I will check check our our notes. Notes. definitely definitely yeah, we'll add more. We'll start there. adding maybe some some uh, links or mm-hmm. something that we can add for your for your reading pleasure. Yes. <laughs> yes. My Roman history teacher is going to be very mad at me that I can't remember this terminology right now. But whoopsies. Your own <laughs> history teacher doesn't need to know. Okay. Shh. Don't tell all your friends, but not Biddy's Roman history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't remember what the question was now. That's okay. Oh, how did he come into power? Oh, how did he come into power? Okay. So I think part, so part of it was that he, oh man, this is really bugging me. I can't think of the terminology, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. So... He was given some powers, but then again, he sh- it should have gone away after like four years or so. But yeah. then the Senate just kept on giving him more like emergency powers, and okay, so they again, were kind of it was like a, in an emergency state, just uh, because of yes. how chaotic everything yeah, was, because of all the civil wars, and yeah. because I think it was between him and Mark Anthony. So okay. some people were backing Mark Anthony, and some people okay, were backing so, Augustus, and you so know, po- as de- as politics do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so once once he defeated them again at the battle of actium that's really when i think he assumed full control Mm. over rome okay and they ousted him all right (laughs) i think no yeah well (laughs) i'm pretty that is the way that that's just how it goes we're doing really good on time right now are we yeah it's probably because i didn't like rant about tarot (laughs) (laughs) i tend to a lot of our earlier shows um had tended to have like a rant about how I use tarot and yeah. how, when it shows up. Which yeah. is fine. I can do longer thunder bitty. Uh, yeah. Or well, we can do so it, it together do... because it's a big topic. It's true. Um, so like the emperor represents patriarchy and us mm-hmm. being the ladies that we are. <laughs> uh, we know a little bit about patriarchy. And we've also heard many other, another lady bash the idea of patriarchy. And it's not necessarily like that it's a good thing or a bad thing um it's just that it's a thing and it's it's a little bit you know how the world works and it's not necessarily meant to always be an oppression a, a form of oppression even though it, you know it, in its nature it is an oppres- oppressive concept right? it is. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and i think just that in our minds that's where it goes when we mm-hmm. think of patriarchy and we just assume that it means oppression when that might not necessarily be the case but yeah but like at you know sometimes you just need some order. Sometimes Sometimes. you just need some laws and you need people to follow those Mm -hmm. laws. And that's very much, you know, according to tarot, a masculine energy. Right. Um, And, you know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's not necessarily easy to describe that. Um, But also, according to tarot, that has nothing to do with your sex or your gender that you associate with. It has to do with just... This this concept of there being female energies and male energies and they're fluid within us. We go back and forth between them, and we just give them a gender. Um, exactly, yeah. I think so. as a way of describing it as a symbol, if you will, mm-hmm. the symbol of masculinity, the symbol of femininity, femininity, yes, femininity, femininity. That's a fun word to say. It is. let's say it at the same time. Ready? Oh. One, two. Femininity. femininity oh that was good oh, that was good you <laughs> should like write a song or something no i'm joking not right now i will i, I will know eventually will. i know yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do it using my feminine p- prowess of Ooh. intuitive creative powers there like, we go from the empress right <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> say it's not the emperor it's not an emperor thing and i'm gonna give and you... that and that's a good example of how they come together yes. and balance Okay. By me saying not right now, that's the emperor. <laughs> oh, you You not, you emperored my empress. Yes. <laughs> They're both very powerful, by the way. Yeah, They're very powerful equally powerful passes, Equally. So. And I guess that's what I wanted to, to say about? too. Rant about. Okay. Ish. So, um, without further ado, uh, it is time for the thunder bitty lightning round. Oh, ha, ha, ha. All <laughs> right. So tell us. So, so what angers you okay so what angers me (laughs) today and many a day is this idea again this can be so much bigger than i'm going to say today but it's the idea of feminine feminism versus equality because i feel like the term feminism is shifting and we see it At least us i think we see it differently than some other people do so i see it as more equality and i think it's important to talk about when we're looking at the emperor and the empress Mm -hmm. for some of the reasons that you were just saying um like talking about patriarchy and masculine energy how sometimes it can dominate things um as opposed to using the intuition yeah but well it's it is about dominance over intuition it's about mind over heart okay there we right? go so you are actually yeah you're oppressing your emotions and you're mm-hmm. oppressing your heart you're oppressing the things that f- create chaos according to the emperor yeah right so again that's yeah. not about oppressing things or people it's just that energy yeah and so in this particular card in this, in card, this card, yeah. instance yes and so Although the card can't express itself as oppressing people as well okay well <laughs> that's, that's a possibility gotcha. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Anyways, go on. So, so about just, feminism. So, my, so about feminism, yeah. what I just want to say is that we have, and I think these show, these cards show that too, is that we have both sides. We have the feminine and the masculine inside mm-hmm. of us. And I believe that it's about finding the balance between the two. It's not like we can pull on one a little bit more and versus the other when mm-hmm. we need it two in certain situations but I believe that we have both inside of us and one is not better than the other that we're they're just different I uh I always get really frustrated with all these like battle of the sexes type things yes (laughs) um and it's just like oh yeah female girl power blah blah blah. I'm like okay yeah I like girl power but it bothers me when you like make it a competition between girl power and boy power and I feel like like by saying girl power it's again not talking about male power yeah or it's like saying or saying that that male power is bad and like male power is oppressive and blah blah blah. blah, and girl power is great because it nurtures and cares for Mm -hmm. everyone and it's like uh, not one is honestly not better than the other in this case um and maybe that's one of the things that i really have always loved about tarot is that you, you have the emperor and the empress and they are presented as equally powerful just different. Yeah, and they're I different. Th- exactly, they're different and I feel like I have always had this issue or not always, but mm-hmm. when teaching mythology and talking to the students about it, I want to have a more gender fluid discussion about things, but the fact is, when you're looking at these gods and goddesses, the gender is very much ingrained, I think, yeah. in some of them. And that's just, again, what they represent, much like the tarot and the cars, Like, that's mm-hmm. just the energy that they represent. Yes. And, Well, yeah. like, it's also cool to think about how gender, like, our perceptions of gender have mm-hmm. changed so much over the years. Like, Yeah. Um, and, like, personally, that's what feminism really means to me, is just this opening up the discussion of what it means to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, opening up the discussion of what it means to be a woman with ideas and capabilities and wanting to, you know, th- think about things, but also wanting to explore male energies yeah. and men wanting to explore female energies and, like, and that everyone should just be free to explore these things. Mm-hmm. That, um, So, yeah, that technically is more of the empress, like, nurturing and Uh, wanting things to grow right so that's that's kind of that feminist um, influence and power to me Um, and yeah the emperor is like no there has to be a black and white system and you know I need to have rules and laws but I you know the emperor is also like he's decided how things should be Mm -hmm. but it's really interesting for me that when you have the male energies and female energies come together that's when creation really becomes possible that's when Whoa, <laughs> i like that yeah that's that's when like it's it, the spark comes. that's why like that, yeah well that's kind of like in in tarot that's why we have both male and female energies within all of us mm-hmm. is because when they come together that's what creates literally life <laughs> literally life um <laughs> But also, you know, new ideas and and progress. Um, Progress isn't a male or a female thing, it's a together thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the emperor acknowledges other people and he loves other people. He's not a cold, heartless. Yeah. Jerk jerk face. (laughs) Cold, heartless. Listener discretion is advised. (laughs) advised. Jerk face. (laughs) I think we can say jerk. yeah um yeah he's you know he does these things out of love and he, he might and it's he he does listen to other people as well like and, and I love that you chose Emperor Augustus um, because he also worked very much with other people he did yeah he listened to people who had you know uh, expertise mm-hmm. in things um and sometimes maybe you just have to convince the emperor of your ex- expertise and convince. People who are under the influence of an emperor uh, type energy <laughs> yes. right? uh, of your expertise as well, and why? And you just got to keep fighting that fight. Mm-hmm. You got to keep fighting that fight, and it sucks that we still are fighting about it. But yeah. I'm glad that we are <laughs> glad that we are, and I feel yeah. like things are shifting, and that it's I don't know, maybe be less of a fight. Yeah, I don't know if I feel fighty about it. Well, I. I think that is, it's also sh- shifted a lot to talk about, like, about teaching young boys, you know, about feminism in, in a way that isn't putting them down. Putting them down. Yeah, yeah like, I really don't like that. Not teaching young boys that, you know, them being a, a, a boy makes them evil mm-hmm. or makes them have to oppress women. That's their place in life. No, yeah. they're, they're being taught, like, that, hey, everyone has good ideas and we need to share those ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I I kind of stole a bit of your your thunder, bitty Today, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is why it's good to have the we, two of us because we you yeah. can play off each other's thoughts and exactly. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, we're actually running out of time. Oh well, there we go. Um. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I guess that so. brings us to. The end yeah so thank you again so much for listening um if you'd like to get in touch with us we've said it before but we'll say it again you can email us at myth tarot, love at gmail.com or you can message me on social media i'm at bitty diana that's at b-i-t-t-y-d-i-a-n-a um we also have a facebook group called the myth tarot love podcast where you can communicate with us and fellow listeners nice yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear from you guys. Me too. It would yes. be fun. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, on next week's show, we will be looking at the Hierophant, also known as the High Priest. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, and sometimes in yes. other decks, he's even known as the the Pope. Oh. Um, cool. so we'll, we'll be talking about the Hierophant, uh, and you said something that like so, about relating it to the Lucian mystery. Yeah, sorry, I should. A Lucian mystery. Eleusinian. So- hallucinian hallucinian. Hallucinian. hallucinian I probably We learn how long. to pronounce things we on We Greek. <laughs> oh yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I um, yeah. I should do like a Greek or Latin word of the episode. Oh <laughs> yeah. Next week oh. we'll also have a Latin word of our episode, <laughs> word of the day, right? There word of the we week. Go. Word of the week. um Okay. So our parting words for you today. I'll, come from the American Tarot Association, once again, on the emperor. And we thought that this these words of wisdom uh, were, were just good words to have, right? So forge ahead and do what you know is best. If you can master yourself, then you should have little problem mastering the world and all the things in it. Tarot Where do the Ideas go Let's talk about stories Cards and symbols And all of the above Myth, tarot, love